Welcome to the Sell or Die podcast. I'm your host, Jeffrey Gittimer. And I'm your host, Jen Gittimer. Well, in this podcast, we're going to help you attract more qualified, unbelievable, ready-to-buy clients. We're going to help you build loyal relationships. And the one thing you're hoping for, close more deals. Let's get into it. It's time to sell or die. Diehards, you're in for a treat today. We have Debbie Allen, who used to be the shameless self-promoter, but she someone finally shamed her. And uh, now she's a positioning expert. And the goal of this podcast is to put you at the front of the line or top of mind. And if you can't benefit from that, you're on the wrong podcast. Deb, how are you doing? Oh, awesome. It's uh, It's been a whirlwind uh, in our speaking business. So, Jeffrey, I've known you a lot through the National Speakers Association. And, uh, you know, as we've gone through the progress of many things that shift the business, you know, more online. And we're still, you know, we're still doing the same thing. It's communication. Sales is communication. Sales is service. And, um, you know, those of you, I'm sure you just beat them up if they're thinking about rejection going out there. Um, you know, me being that shameless self-promoter really happened uh, because I'm a true entrepreneur. Since I was 19, I've never even applied for a job in my life. I have to spell it, you know, JLB, because it, it terrifies me. So, you know, but I had to learn the skills of sales and marketing and to really be successful in business. And I had to learn how to promote myself. And that's kind of where it started, you know, building the speaking career of 27 years ago. So a salesperson is out there and they're really looking to be at the front of the line. They're looking to become known. They're looking to be top of mind. What are the things that you would offer to a, a, one of our diehards or all of our diehards that they're trying their best to have the customer recognize them as either the leader or the person that they rely on the most to do business with? Well, everything in marketing, I believe, is like be the best of the best. You want to be the best in anything you're doing in your career. You know, sales is your thing. And you want to be that top leader in that. It's like what sets you apart? What makes you unique to really set you apart? Um, we know it's all about relationship building and and a lot of different things in sales is about, you know, how you're a better communicator, all of those things, but those are skills. It has to be like almost at your core level to where you really own that space of why you're an expert. If you've been in sales for 10, 20, 30 years, I mean, you have ways of doing things and, and getting clients and building those relationships that you probably take for granted that you don't even realize that you're doing at a subconscious level. You know, so I think it's a lot about where we were in the speaking business. It's like you learn to be a speaker and then you become successful at it and then you become a mentor and a consultant. And it's the same thing in sales or any career that you're in, you know, helping other people get to that level. And that's why I loved your podcast title. Like, <laughs> you know, basically it's like it fits perfectly of what everybody needs to do. You have to sell themselves. And, you know, first you start out with like, oh, how do I sell myself if I don't even consider myself an expert? You know, and so positioning really starts from how you label yourself, your own personal brand. I think it's really important to have a personal brand. And and we're both real proof of that personal brand. You know, your books, like you get your brand is so strong with those those sales books. It's like you just see them, and that's a, that's a Jeffrey Gimmel book. Like, there's no question, right? And so the, the brand is there, and it's, and so that's part of your putting your message out there that really sticks. And then owning that space, and I think it comes from again that personal brand is like you get that tagline, like. Hey, I claim it. The world's number one authority on expert positioning. Why? Because I've been doing it a long time. I teach sales and I teach people that that want to learn how to share their message and you know as a speaker and then learn how to sell that. Um, and again, most people are missing the boat just because they don't know that there's skills and strategies. But um, there's also about how the confidence level that you come across at a core level that it's like I own this space. You know, I've got years behind me. And every time I look at making an offer, Jeffrey, it's like when I go into 
you know, talking to you know, communication, whether that's one on one or whether that's on a Zoom call or whether that's, you know, wherever that is. And I'm making a presentation that's going to be a, a, an offer. I call it an offer. I don't ever call it a pitch because it's almost to me, it's like opening up a door and saying, you have an opportunity to work with an expert here. Like it is an opportunity. And and if you are at that level, they should be able to be selecting you and you're selecting them because uh, you get to that point. You know, one of my best uh, mentors growing up learning about sales was uh, Joe Girard, you know, that sold uh, the most cars, Guinness Book of World Records. I mean, I love the guy. It was like, you know, he, he built the relationships. He did everything else. And there's thousands and thousands of other car salesman, but why did he do things differently? He set himself apart and really became that true expert and then put systems in place to where what his talent, what his his brilliance was, that's where he shined. And that's where he was able to, to capture as much business as he did. I wanted to go back to something that you said that you named yourself because you have been doing it for a long time. I named myself King of Sales about 15 years ago. No one has ever challenged me, ever. <laughs> and, uh, and if you Google King of Sales, I pop up. You positioned yourself. Right. It's right. expert positioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I'm owning this space. Yeah. So and- how did you go from shameless self-promoter to <laughs> the world's number one authority on expert positioning? Like, I want to know about your story. You're going to play like Robin to the Howard Stern. We'll get to that later. But <laughs> jump it in there, Jen. Uh, I positioned myself was like, I knew that I had positioned myself so well as a shameless self-promoter. I could teach people that were really against the concept. Like, I don't like to promote myself. I don't just like, I don't like sales, right? They put themselves in a box. And that's just in your mind, get rid of that, you know, it doesn't work. That isn't obviously doesn't work very well. Uh, so I was teaching that, you know, but I was getting a lot of speaking engagements and, uh, and then the world changed. I was 2008, um, you know, the financial crisis, there was no business left. And then just kind of like COVID, but I was like, okay, book solid, uh, you know, high fee and there's no, none of business, especially with the high level speakers. So I went international for three years and again, promoted myself like crazy. Like, Hey, I positioned myself and got myself out there. And then going from that transition, it was just like, I'm always reinventing myself as an entrepreneur. And I realized like, okay, I could say that I help people or sell them a package on business and brand strategy. And that's like, well, what is that, right? You got to have that thing of saying, okay, based on the knowledge and experience I have, I actually have done this for hundreds of clients personally, even, you know, position them. That's what I love doing. I'm brilliant at it. So if you're selling something, what are you brilliant at? What do you love that you can say, I can help people? And so the only issue with that is, you know, we're all so close to our own business, we don't see it. So when the light bulb came on, you know, I started, I wrote a book called The Highly Paid Expert, and that became a workshop and that became, you know, consulting, ran that workshop live uh, for, you know, 10 years, was getting most of my clients from that. Um, And then just shift did it. It's really, you know, people learning how to just even the basic level of just understanding that how do you swim in the sea of sameness? You, you've got to get out of that sea and you've got to find a place to stand out at the top. And, you know, all of us that want to be good at anything, we want to be at the top. And that's that again, that's positioning. And so I just continue to position myself. And then I realized I can, I could do that for other people and that their business would just go, you know, very quickly because, you know, the first thing you do when you position is go find the domains, figure out the name and then build the brand and then build from there. What social media do you use more than others? I'm still into Facebook a lot because, you know, I, I don't really like social media as far as like, I have to do it. I do it, you know, kind of thing. Um, but like, LinkedIn is definitely great for for business people, I think. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm starting to dabble in TikTok because it's like, why am I watching it if I'm not on there? So. Oh, I'm totally following you on TikTok now. I love yeah, that. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to start heating up, you know? And you know what? You, ha- you have your dog with you, Jen. It's like, that's what I'm 
going to do like, what is my hook on TikTok? I got to have a dog, uh, even though I'm talking <laughs> about speaking and, and sales and whatever else, but speaking is going to be my my jam on there. Yeah. So my little dog, uh, Ruby, will be my hook. We'll That's- see how that goes. So you had an experience on Howard Stern that was remarkable. Why don't you talk about that for just a little bit? Yeah, segue right into the hook, right? It was so remarkable that it was four and a half minutes that really changed my life. You know, I was telling stories about it and still telling stories about it to this day. Um, You know, I took, uh, when that that book came out, you know, Confessions of Shameless Self-Promoters, that's back when Steve Harrison was doing radio TV interview report and you would take out an ad back then and the, the new, you know, the radio shows would book you. And I hadn't done hardly any radio shows, so like I'm saying yes to everything. There's like five listeners, you know, in that little podunk town. And so then I get a call one day and it's Casey Armstrong. And he's like, it's Casey Armstrong from the Howard Stern show. You know, it's like, right. What friend is playing a joke with me? Right. And he's like, no, no, we've, we, you know, Howard's a little shameless and we thought you'd be an interesting guest on the show. So of course I say, yes, it's going to be a story. Right. And then I hire a coach for everything. Like, you know, how did I get good at sales? How did I get good at marketing? How did I become a good, everything I've hired a coach, a consultant, a mentor for. And so one one of the gentlemen I interviewed, his name is Bill Goss. He used to be part of NSA. Um, he wrote a book called The 30, he survived 30 near-death experiences, like the luckiest unlucky man alive. And he is the only person I knew ever been on Howard Stern. So I call up Bill and I'm like, you have to be my coach. You have to help me through this. This is like, this, is, this should be called Get the Guest. This is not a radio show. This is not Oprah's Book of the Month Club. And he's like, yeah, really, it is not. And if it goes more than five minutes, it is going to go in another direction. You know, it's uh, not going to be good. So you want less than five minutes, get off there, whatever. And so I had, you know, a couple months before I was going to be on the show and I, I didn't have to go to the studio. I could do it on the phone, which was good. I got to call in. And uh, so East Coast time, I was on Pacific Coast time at the time. So it's uh, getting up very early in the morning. And then, you know, how is this going to come down? It barely was get the guests because there's Robin on there. There's another producer on there. They're trying to find something that's controversy. So I already knew where he was going to go with this because I knew he doesn't even look at the notes. I sent books. I put, I spent cases of books to the studio numerous times. They all got lost. Well, they were all stolen like in books. So obviously they love the title at the studio, but I don't think Howard ever read it. So anyways, he goes to the title of the the ad they wrote and somebody told me you're a marketer, but don't change the ad title. So the ad title was this guest can make anybody shamelessly famous. He goes, uh, it says here, you can make anybody shamelessly famous. I don't even know. I've never even heard of you before. I like Howard. I'm on your show, aren't I? And it's kind of like crickets. Yeah. And then he's like, well, I'm not shameless. Like these other DJs have mugs and t-shirts and all these things that just get out there and push themselves on everybody. I'm like, no, you don't. But Howard, you're shamelessly a fabulous marketer. Okay. I will tell you. So I knew what I had to do. I had to build up his ego and he's right. like, I could just hear his head like, right. And then I had to slap him down. This <laughs> is like, and I wouldn't do that to you guys. I'd be like, maybe like, why she was really bitchy on that show. <laughs> but Howard, you have to be right. And so he says, you know, says that. And I said, well, you know, Howard, you, I saw your movie Private Parts and you were kept being fired from one job after the next and you, you never gave up. And I said, Howard, I really admire that. You believed in what your mission was, what your goal was, you know, even though a lot of people don't believe in what you do, it's like, I respect that. You are a true shameless marketer and that's why you had the success that you have. And so then, you know, there's the buildup. And then I go, but I do not respect how you degrade women. And, you know, you promote other things. And I even said like drunk and midgets because of the day before he had 
He used those words, midgets, drunk, all, you know, the stuff that he says, right? And so I had to like, I was listening, I was doing my homework. And then I, and when I told him he didn't respect women, it was like crickets. And then Robin jumps in and Robin's starting to beat me up because they had been beating her up like a good hour before I got on there. And an hour, he just came to my defense and he's like, hey, well, I think she's got something going here. Everybody's got to be shameless. I mean, they got to promote themselves. I think, you know, this is something really cool. And he goes, I don't promote books like Oprah's Book of the Month Club. Like he said that. He goes, but I'm going to promote this book. I'm really going to promote this book. Everybody needs to go out there and get it. And and then he asked me some more, you know, funny stories from the book and he was laughing and he was having a good time. And then I look at the clock and it's like four and a half minutes. I'm like, we need to wrap this up. Wrap. <laughs> how do I wrap this up? Right. Um, I don't know how I did, but I was like, we just kind of got off the call before the five minutes. And what happened next was amazing because I had a, a few zingers. Like, I think he was done being beat up because I beat him up pretty good. And Robin stopped talking and so did the producer. So I'm like, oh, I think I won. And that's good. And so he, uh, he did the book promotion and it went to Amazon bestseller in one hour. Like, I just couldn't believe it. Like the power of the media, even when it's something oh, yeah. crazy. <laughs> so that's my uh, survive power. That's incredible. Yep, did okay, it go, so was did it, it audio only? It was. I have a crazy question. You said it was really early Pacific time. Did you like do it in your PJs just because you could? Oh, no. I was four o'clock. <laughs> I was dressing my my most badass outfit. Like, okay, just with curious. An attitude. Oh, yeah. That always yeah. tells me something about oh. someone, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> did it go to number one overall or did it go to number one in your category? It was a number one, like in a business marketing category, like the top business marketing category. And it That's had a big really hit cool. once it went like in New York. And then when it got um like, in on the west coast and i was like another big spike that's before i knew anything jeffrey <laughs> about best-selling books anything this is like second book i ever wrote i didn't know anything about that stuff yeah. oh that's so cool that's, that's so totally cool, cool. yeah i have always admired howard because he's so blunt yeah says it like and, it is. Well, I kind of do too. So maybe that's why we got along. His yeah. kids went Four to and my minutes. camp. <laughs> and I always say, I kept my clothes on and professionalism intact. That was the most important <laughs> thing. And I had a story. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Four and a half minutes. I love it. Die Hard, you're probably not going to get on the Howard Stern show, but there's a strategy behind what Debbie did. And what she did was she understood how to build them up. She understood how to take them down a little bit. And she understood that she was on a time bomb. And if you understand those three things when you're trying to position yourself, you have a better shot of being remembered. You're not going to be remembered if you drone on and on and somebody wants to get rid of you, number one. Number two, you are going to be remembered if you're impactful in your dialogue. Your dialogue has to be direct. It has to have a little bit of fun to it. And you can put yourself in a winning position by following Debbie's instructions, not She's not going to get you on the Howard Stern show, but she can help you get to the number one position in your world, which is the only world that really matters for you. Correct? Yeah. And I think that one of the rules of shameless self-promotion is having your own style. And so in sales, we have to match other people's style. So to be successful on that show, I had to match his style. I mean, it wouldn't be different for somebody else doing your homework, you know, and then if a conversation is going south, you know, you have to match people's, you know, learning body language. I mean, this, if you do the sales from your core values, it's like, you just realize people's core values. I mean, you built business relationships so long. It's like you pick up on people's energy and you know where to take it. And here's the thing. Yep. You still stay true to yourself. Always stay true to yourself because nobody should be putting you down in a place where, you know, they're they're making you say things or do things that really don't fit your core values in sales um, or, or taking you a place because you wanted that one sale because you wanted to get that one big hit, you know? And it's, it's more about just the money. I mean, to me, it's like, I will always 
keep my value there. And I was always keep uh, my respect from other people. I mean, that's just really important. You know, you don't sell your soul, basically. So the challenge, Die Hard, is to not conform. Non-conformist. If you're a conformist, you're never going to be in the number one position. You'll be no like, every, you'll be sheep. Right. You've got to be, you've got to be the one that's outspoken. You got to be the one that's edgy. You got to be the one that does things different than everybody else. You know, I mean, maybe your, your style is edgy and maybe your style is uh, very systemized, whatever works for you. It's got to be something that's different than everybody else. You never follow everybody. You've got to create your own path. Um, and especially in sales and relationships because. Different and better. Yeah, definitely. Or be perceived as better mm-hmm. and be perceived that- as real. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jen. No, I'm just thinking like, do you think that most salespeople think about their own positioning as much as they should? Not at all. Like, most of them don't have, they just think I'm just, you know, they're a salesperson, but they're a service person that creates opportunities for people. That's what a salesperson is. And we will always need them because uh, here's a good example. We just went out and bought like really expensive patio furniture. And so we went to three places in one day and there's completely different experiences. One, you know, he's very, very nice. You know, he's there, but he's not too pushy. The next uh, experience, totally less. Like in your face, like, oh, trying to be so nice. It was just like so fakey. Like, I just wanted to like, whoa, I couldn't stand it. I'm like, get me away from this girl. You know, my brother, and then my, my husband said, well, we get in the car. It's like, oh my God, I'd never buy anything from her. Then we ended up going to another location, same same company. And this gentleman was just was so easy to talk. He talked to. And it was like a friend, like he's telling us about his family. And and, and it was like, I wanted to be part of a family with him. By the time we, we just threw yeah. the credit card out there so fast, like it was the fastest decision ever made. But the bad salespeople got us ready for the guy that really was like, he knew his stuff. He made the connections. He did everything and made it easy for us. And he picked up on the clues that we were buyers, you know, and it happened to be, you know, in Phoenix, Arizona, when you've been coming out of this heat on a kind of a cool little rainy day, like, oh man, we're hot buyers today because we're going to be able to sit on our patio after months, you know? Uh, It's just amazing how different styles people have uh, and companies often teach in this particular company, I know, they teach a system, very structured. And some people go too extreme with that. And it's so fake and phony because they're not themselves. They don't feel comfortable, you know, and and sometimes the best salespeople are just really good at having a conversation, listening, know where to lead it, having the answers. If they yeah, don't have the answers, they go find it. It's not moving and, through stages. It's actually just having a conversation. It's also having balls. Yeah. Because sometimes. Um, my, my buddy Glenn uh, and I visited yesterday and the first thing out of his mouth was a story about the flight attendant that he was on this flight with who was funny as hell, funniest guy I'd ever heard, cracking jokes, got applause from the audience. That takes guts because when you step outside the oh, yeah. So I said, Glenn, how many flights have you been on? Oh, hundreds. I said, how many flight attendants do you remember? One. And so that that guy's already positioned. So he writes to to Americans, say, hey, I'd like to write an article about this guy. Oh, we don't do that. Okay. So I said, Glenn, do Google his first name and then American Airlines and then Charlotte and top of the list. So now Glenn is going to interview this guy in spite of American and put him at the top of the of the profile. We're gonna not name the company, not name the airline. You know, fuck them, but they already blew their chance. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, but you gotta find a way. Here's the thing. I would say if I had to think about stuff when you say grow grow a set of them, right? As girls can grow them too. Right? Oh yeah. And, and oh, so yeah. 
you know, I've been putting on my own events for so long, like, you know, heck with that, like trying to sell somebody on a stage, like I'll put my own stage, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. Right. So I, that was years ago. And so then, you know, at your event, you're selling, you got to sell. Otherwise, you don't make money at your event. And so um, I have this gentleman who is invited by another friend. He's sitting in the front row. He's VIP. He's a multimillionaire. He's got multiple um, tattoo, gorgeous. They're not, they're like studios. Right. Um, and, and he's very, very, very successful. But he wrote a book called The Tattoo Millionaire. Great, great book. His first book, I got him in the second book. I got him into Entrepreneur Magazine, even better book, right? And it was just because I got in, I got him in. But he's sitting there in that front row and uh, through this whole thing, I'm almost on like an end of day two. He hasn't invested yet. And I'm like, he needs me because what what does he want? Like the whole thing, he's been hanging on every word. It's like he needs to be a speaker to sell the book. He wants to be consultant just because he's giving his time away for free. And so I call him out like the morning of day three. I totally call him <laughs> out sitting in the front and this, you know, and I said, hey, Sean, how come you haven't invested? I haven't seen you in the back of the room signing up for my program. I said, you need to be a VIP client. You need to learn all this. Like, you know, you're already here for this. What you spent all this time writing this book. He goes, well, I've never worked with a mentor before in my whole life. I never worked, especially you know, I haven't worked with a woman because I kept calling him out in front of the entire audience. There's hundreds of people there, right? And I'm like, I don't know what gave me. I was like, I wanted him We're as a born client. with them. You just can't see him. I was born, yeah, right. <laughs> so I knew I wanted him as a client because I knew how much I could help him. And I, it was, money wasn't an issue. And I was going to, and time wasn't going to be an issue because like, he really needed to do it. He wrote the book, right? So calling him out on it, right? And he's like, well, yeah, but I was going to, you know, I was going to talk to my wife about it. And then, you know, uh, yeah, I'm I'm thinking about it. And, and he told me, I've never worked with, with anybody, never worked with a woman, whatever. I'm like, it doesn't matter. If you work with anybody, if a woman, man, whatever, I have all the experience. I have everything you need. Why would you want to even think about it? Why would you want not want to work with somebody? You're smart enough that you want to go fast on this. You don't have time to mess around. And why are you speaking for free? And why are you giving consulting away when you're a multimillionaire? Like, that's and crazy. Why do you have to ask your wife? And why do you have to ask your wife? That's everybody uses the excuse. Everybody's like, that's a lame excuse. We know that, right? Bring that in. Sometimes it comes out of my mouth. I ask my husband, like, I don't ever ask him, right? But I, <laughs> well, yeah, women don't ask I just tell him, hey, I bought this thing. Right, exactly. <laughs> but it's an out. It's those those non-committal buyers always say. So anyway, what happened is he bought the whole program and then his wife was jealous because she wanted to learn it too. So she bought it. So I had a double. Oh, that's so cool. That is <laughs> that so very cool. cool. <laughs> but so, I would never have done it if I didn't, if I didn't, you know, just right in front of the well, audience, wow, like right. do it, shame him in Dubai. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. Oh, um, man. Is there anything else that you, at the top of mind for you that when you're talking about positioning yourself as an expert or as the chosen one that we haven't talked about that I, we could talk to the diehards that are listening today and help them get to the front of the line. Well, the very first thing I do is, you know, is strategy, you know, where you're thinking about a name or you're thinking about a personal tagline, like just start with that. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and then you've got to own that space. So if you're thinking of like, how could I name myself? Like, you know, whatever that's going to be. And then you got to go online and Google and your search engines and go find, you know, who's searching for that. Is that somebody they're looking for that kind of expert? Are they typing that in? So yeah. you got to see how many people. So there's a strategy. So is if the they're domain name that, available. And, yeah, you know, that is the domain. Other right. Things like, yeah. Yeah. So own it so that you can be Googleable. So you know, later on, if you want to write a book on it, or you want to do a podcast on it, or you want to do whatever, uh, you know, have articles written in major magazine, major publications, you're showing up, you're Googleable, but you have to have the domains, which are keyword rich, and then you have to follow that path. That's the first thing. Think of it 
come up with the idea, know that you're positioned that, you know, you don't have a lot of competition when you're looking for those keywords and then buy those keywords as a domain. That's step number one. And then build upon it from there, wherever you want to take that, you know, expanding your expertise. Again, through books, articles, it's easy to get articles written in Entrepreneur Magazine or any magazine that you say, like you pick up, like I picked up a magazine, I pick up Entrepreneur and I would look at it all the time. I go, it really should be called Franchise Magazine, but that's my my clientele <laughs> for, for speaking anyway. So it makes sense, right? Um, and I look at that and I go, oh my gosh, they were, look at these books they got here. How do you get a book published with on it? I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. They'd be like my dream publisher and I manifest it. And then I, I meet somebody that had a book published by them and he referred me. It was like so freaking easy. You know, you, you just got to be looking for, once you position yourself. It's almost like the gates open and you, you, you find a lot more opportunities and people will start finding you. And then when you put yourself out there to be on, you know, a famous podcast like this or something, you're going, oh, you're that person, right? <laughs> you're, you're that you're the number one of this or you're, you know, however you want to word it. So male or female out there, die hard, grow balls and then use them. <laughs> and I think that's, that is the whole key. You can that's grow the them. If you don't use them. You, what do you got them for? That's right. That's right. And while you're at it, go get Debbie's book, The Highly Paid Expert. Yeah. yeah, that's the other one, The Highly Paid Expert. If you want to build it as a business, if you want to be a biz, make money from your expertise, that's really monetizing at multiple income streams. The newest book, The Expert Positioning. Oh, Expert book, Positioning. That's more like the basic. I realized when I wrote the other one, there's people that want to be, you know, true experts and sell coaching programs and, and courses and everything else. The Expert Positioning is a good book for people like you know, your salespeople well, like just yourself. Just get them There's both. Easy. Yeah, we just get them both. Okay, yeah, just add yeah. both to car. Publisher makes yeah. money, but you make money because it's giving you the information. It's just like, here it is. I just nail it all down for you. So it's really, really cool. Yes. Debbie, where and, should they go to connect with you and find out more? Uh, they can go to my website at DebbieAllen.com, just like the dancer, right? It's a good name too, like fame. You got it right there. It's like Debbie Allen. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. And so go there and then, you know, you want to learn about all the classes. I have a lot of good online classes that I give for free and you can sign up for those, whatever you're interested. I always do classes on expert positioning. The other place I want them to go to for a free gift listening to the show, go to expertpositioningsuccess.com and there's a 30 minute video. So it's easy to watch. And that actually shows you how you can make money from your expertise, sharing it with other people. Cause I believe that if you've been doing something for a long time, you know, it's not like you don't have to keep doing it. Just put on another hat. Now make money as a consultant doing what you're doing. Um, that's really, you know, how I position myself in doing that. And then there's an action plan and a business plan, all that you can download absolutely for free, $200 value for your, your listeners. So that's always good stuff. That is amazing. Cool. We will put that in the show notes as well. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you totally. My this pleasure. entire episode has been a gift. It's been amazing. Thank you for being here. Yeah. See, I love to be on a show like that. You could just say, you know, like it is. And that's why, you know, and uh, uh, actually a friend of mine, that's a joint venture partner of mine referred me to your show. I was like, oh, oh my gosh, I'd love to be on that show. Cause I know, <laughs> I know that you have an edge, Jeffrey. And yeah. I was really excited to meet you, John. So I, I think you. that people, you have to be, you have to be yourself. I mean, that's what the where people yeah. listen to these podcasts for. Yeah, you're no here one, to learn No one stuff. can listen to this podcast and say these people are phony. Yeah, that is no, correct. There's no, there's no way. Authenticity, say it like it is. No BS, no fluff. Yeah, get out there and do it. Well, you know, and that's for me, it comes from 
you know, that entrepreneurial spirit, I became more of a person that was really good at marketing. I love, love, love marketing. Like it's like, it's a game to me. Um, and so I, I chose to take the marketing path to be an expert in that first. And then I realized that if I was a really good marketer, I wouldn't have to sell as well as much. And then when I got really good at selling, like learning the skills of that and hiring the best of the best, it's like, oh my gosh, I love it. Because when I just, when I make an offer, it's just like, it's just really, I felt like it's just opening up this door. And I just, you know, I just know how I can help people and, and I make sure that it's the right fit for all of us. And then then we go because, you know, in anything, if you're coachable and you want to learn, you know, yeah. you can, you can, li- you that's can, that's a key word though. You got to be coachable. coachable. You're in trouble. Yeah. But yeah. diehard, that's how your sales should feel like. Yeah. Go back, rewind, listen to that again. Cause that was gold. Every yeah. offer that you make should feel so aligned like that, that you're excited to make the offer. Cause and you know, if, it's gonna if it doesn't, it's going to be pushy. It's going to be intrusive. It's going to be all about you and your numbers, uh, you know, yeah. and that gets in your way. And, it has always gotten my way when I first was doing sales because I put numbers in my head and a big goal in my head before putting people first. And um, and then when I got it all aligned, it was just like, it's just be yourself, <laughs> be yourself and know that you can make I a difference. It. If you want to know if you're good or not, just listen to yourself. You're going to know in two seconds whether you sucked or not. <laughs> and if you say this sucks, that was you. So you may want to work <laughs> on that as part of your package to be positioned as number one. Yeah, that was oh. Howard calling again. He wanted me back on the show. I'm sorry, I didn't. Well, it's time to wrap. <laughs> oh, no. See you next time, Die Hard. Okay, oh, we had fun. Abby, thank this you so much. Blast. Thank totally you. Thank you so much. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah, well, it was very good. Let me know, and it's out there, and I'll share it to my peeps. So everybody's got to be listening to you guys and, and learn what you have to share. So no BS. I love it. Thanks so much. <laughs> Diehards, I'm Jeffrey Gittimer. And I'm Jen Gittimer. And I'm challenging you to get out there and position yourself as number one, even if your ass falls off. Thanks for listening to the show. Don't forget to like, share. Yeah, share with both your friends. And subscribe to the podcast. And remember, we have a free 22-day sales challenge. Just go to Gitmer.com slash sales challenge to start you on your way.